0: You're listening to Mission Lab. Mission Mission Lab. Lab. From our living new man, Ben Gomez. Here's our parents, Sean and Camille Camille Brace. Brace.
1: Hello, this is Mission Lab. My name's Camille Brace, and I am, of course, here with my husband Sean. And this is episode, this is episode seventy-three. If we are planting a church from scratch, what would it look like?
0: In seven steps. You gotta remember that part. Yes. If Sean we Sean has planting these
1: typed out explicitly seven steps.
0: From scratch. In seven steps. Yes.
1: So go ahead, Sean. Start us off.
0: <laughs> we're gonna just Jump right into it, are we? We're not going to have any chit chat or.
1: No, you you specifically said, this is a quick seven step.
0: Yeah, no. (laughs) He really did tell
1: me that right before we started.
0: I did, (laughs) but it was, yeah. Anyway, the context of this is that I am a part of a church planting team in northern New England. As a part of our Seventh-day Adventist um, denominational efforts, we had an episode a little while back with a guy by the name of Ted Huskins, and he is the executive secretary for our governing body here in northern New England. And they have identified church planting as our evangelistic effort to um, reach unchurched people. And so, yeah, if you haven't heard already, we're recruiting people to um, come and plant new Seventh-day Adventist churches in northern New England. We had a meeting this last week, and it went well. We were meeting some new um, church planters who will be moving here. And uh, there was an update from some other church planters and... um, in our conversations with some of those, um, church planters, um, it, it came out that they're struggling a little bit to, um, know what to do. And so I've actually never planted a church from scratch. Have you Camille? No, no. But, um, as I've thought about it, and and I'd love to do it at some point, like just literally from the ground up, I, um, it, it became apparent to me that, uh, sometimes we struggle with how to do it. And, um, I think a lot of times we, we think about planting a church, we think about starting a new program or a new worship service. And that's not necessarily what we are being called to do. We've talked about this at length before, but Um, I'm going to be doing some coaching for, uh, some of these planters. And, um, even though I've never technically planted a church from scratch, it makes sense to me that this is what you would do if you are planting from scratch in seven easy steps. So we're just going to run through these steps because I want to make it very practical and, uh, very, uh, transferable. And so here are the seven steps that we would do to start from scratch?
1: So step one, it's um, essential that you're living in the same city or town where you're planning the church. Um, if you are living in the same town where you're wanting to plant the church, being part of that community and having that network of either businesses or just a network of friends, um, a network of colleagues, whatever it may be, um, that are already in that community uh, can make planning a church that much easier as far as getting to know people and, yeah. Being,
0: being incarnational because, yeah, we're not, we're not wanting to start a new worship service like where you commute into once a week. Um, you really need to be a part of the community in order to get into the rhythms of that community and to be with the people. Because like if if, um, if you're meeting people in the town where you live, you're not going to invite them to go worship at a place that's 30 minutes away or 20 minutes away. So step number one, live in the city or town where you intend to plant the church. Then step number two.
1: So step two, um, you're going to want to identify the neighborhood or the area or the network of the people um, you feel called to reach. Um, and it can't be everybody. You've got to really focus on what demographic, what area, um, what group of people that you want to focus on because you um, it's impossible to reach yeah. everybody.
0: can't be like, well, we're going to go start – we're going to go plant a church in Boston and we're just going to try to reach everybody in Boston. It's like, well, Boston is a city of, you know, 2 million people. Um, when you say you're going to reach everybody, you end up reaching nobody and you end up just putting on programs where you're trying to reach nameless people whose real interests you don't know, what they are, and so what you end up doing is just putting on programs that like you find interesting, and probably aren't going to reach anybody because you you aren't putting on programs that are tailored to anyone specific. So it's critical. This is like maybe the most critical part of the uh, process is identifying the neighborhood or area or network of people you feel called to reach. Now, all of this assumes, of course, that you are being very, very prayerful about this and um, you're wanting to to bathe this all in prayer all along the way. Um, so that goes, I trust without saying, although it does bear repeating. So then step number three is prayerfully study the customs practices, values, and life rhythms of those people that you feel called to reach. And so this just simply means we talked about this in a previous uh, episode, or I did at least, about contextualizing and exegeting the culture of the people you're trying to reach. So it's not like a one-size-fits-all. This is why you do want to focus in on one group of people because When you learn who they are and you identify who they are, you'll then be able to study the ways that they culturally express themselves and the values they have and the practices they have and the activities they do. And then you'll know how to enter into life with them on their terms. So that is step number three. So then step number four
1: which goes right in with what you are just talking about. Um, and once you study those practices, then you can enter into those customs and the practices and into those rhythms of life um, as a group of disciples.
0: Yeah, and so um, one of the things that we are doing as um, as a practice with this church planting initiative here is that we are trying to have um groups of planters, not just one or two people. so it's critical that you enter into life with these people as a group that's gonna that's going to um, multiply your effort and uh, as we've talked about before, there's nothing more attractive than a group of people who are living out God's love in the midst of that particular network of people or neighborhood. Um, so that's number four,
1: five is,
0: um,
1: getting to know and learning the names, um, and really concentrating on people's stories, um, and just really getting to know those people in your focus group, um, and how your life can intersect with theirs.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so just learning their stories, learning their names, slowing down and listening, um, the people that you are now uh, entering into life with. And just a reminder that our task is to make disciples. We're not putting on programs, we're not actually even technically like planting a church. What we're doing is we're trying to make disciples. And once you have enough disciples, then you have a community. And then once you have a community, then, you know, it's kind of like a church. Um, So that's what we're trying to do is we're 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 entering into their life, entering into the rhythm of their life and seeking to hear their stories, their names, their longings. Um,
1: Um, Step six is listen for the needs and like the longings that people have and then pray about and to determine how you can tangibly serve them. Um, practical ways of meeting people where they're at and figuring out what they are try- what they are searching for,
0: mm. and what the gospel would look like to them. And uh, I'll give an, we'll give an example of this um, here at the end, like what it could look like. But uh, so then, so then, as we're journeying with them, as we are ministering to them, as we have heard their story. As, as we have heard the rhythms uh, sorry if we, as we have heard the longings of their hearts um, we yeah we enter into their life and we seek to to live out the gospel to them in a very practical tangible way and then step number seven is we then at some point invite those who are leaning into relationship deeper into our life and into the life of our, planting group as you introduce the gospel to them. And this might be like we've talked about before. We've done something called the story of God, where, um, you know, one time a week, we all meet together and we introduce the big story of who God is. And we go through a series of um, stories of, you know, God from scripture and um, people learn, learn the gospel in that way. And um, it, you know, as a part of this whole process, as a journey, um, it would assume that you and your planting team, your planting team of disciples, are meeting regularly to debrief, to plan, to pray about those you are discipling. So um, that's that's the reason why we meet as a group is to not just to hang out with each other, but We're meeting together as a planting team regularly so that we can, um, pray for and celebrate and, you know, compare notes about how we can continue to bless the people that God has called us to. And so once, once you, once you do these seven steps, then you do them all over again and you might, um, you know, hopefully you are gathering enough people into the, um, the circle into the community where um, you're multiplying these groups. And then each group would do these same steps, seven steps again. And in a, in a pretty narrow geographical area, um, as you multiply these groups, then those multiple groups would come together once a week to corporately um, celebrate, you know, God's leading in the groups and, um, do some continued discipleship with one another, and then you have, quote unquote, a church. Um, and so then each group can identify specific, uh, again, step step two, identify specific neighborhoods or networks of people that they feel called to reach. And so you have... Um, a bunch of groups that have done the same thing and are coming together each week. So those are the seven steps. And, um, I would say that like, just maybe here's a, here's a very practical example. Like when I was interacting with, um, this team that was there and they're, they're looking to plant a team, uh, a church in Portland, Maine. Um, one of the individuals indicated that they enjoyed, um, going to the climbing gym. And so I just said to them, okay, well, there's there's a, a uh, network of people. There's a uh, an area or a, or a specific group of people that you can reach. And so what I would do is uh, I would get the team and I would, and this is just an example, I would take that team of planters and I would just saturate that climbing gym. And I would go there As much as possible and I would try to learn the names of the people who work there I would try to learn the names of the people who also uh, go there to do you know climbing and um, of course the more you can go at similar times the more you'd meet the same people and so I just learned the names of the people I would try to learn the stories of the people I would just listen to where the spirit is already working and then again all along the way I am um, debriefing with the team of planters and, you know, talking, well, did you meet this person? Yeah, I met that person. Let's pray for that person. And this person seems, um, you know, interested and is leaning into life with us. And then again, I would listen to the needs and the stories of people and say, okay, what would it look like for me to practically um, minister to this person in a very practical way as they share with me? the needs that they have, the longings that they have. And I would just try to invite them deeper and deeper into your life and try to go deeper and deeper into their life. And um, eventually there will be people that you meet over that time who are more and more open to um, journeying with you and being discipled. And you'll get people who you can invite into um your community life and say, Hey, you know, this Friday night, we're having a get together at our house. Um, you know, would you, would you be interested in coming? You know, we'll just be having a time where we, you know, have a good conversation about different issues in life and, you know, including, you know, we like to talk about God, you know, we do it in a non-threatening way, non-judgmental way, and we, we value everyone's opinion. Um, and then those are just ways that can open up conversations and, um, then you're off and running.
1: Yeah, it's less, I don't know, some of it, some of the times, some ways the steps kind of sound strategic, but it's more about like just listening to where God has put you in your life and who he has put in your life and praying about how you can tangibly make a difference in that person's life and show them Christ's love.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And, and I would say that, um, obviously there's more, there would be more to it than just like going, hanging out with people and then have them come to your house. Like there's there down the road, there'll be other questions of how do we organize? How do we, um, you know, how do we disciple people? What does that look like? Um, what are the resources, you know, how do, we, how do we help people learn how to study scripture on their own and multiply themselves and others. So, so those things come down the road, but these are the seven steps I would take to get, get us off and running if we were planting a church from scratch. Like if Camille and I were to move to, you know, Kansas City, this would and we're like planting a new church or move to Seattle. This is what I would do if I were just starting from scratch. Anything else, Camille?
1: No, I think you covered it all.
0: Okay. I don't think I covered it all, but a little quite a bit. Uh all right. So nothing else to add.
1: No, this is um This has been good. This has been episode 73, and this is Mission Lab. Thank you for listening to
0: Mission Lab. Our theme song is Portland Hike by Tiny Music. Additional editing by Chris Ergang. Follow us on Twitter at MLabPodcast.